Yo, what up, Nashville? Three HL is on the air. One zero four five is on. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. If you're not, you're about to. We promise. Brent like Dorton, Don Davenport. What's up, DD? What's up? <laughs> you, you gotta go all hard on us. That's right. Um, so Senior Bowl week, you know. Davenport, Texas. She's like, I'm gonna be late. I gotta go do this and this. And I, I'm. What did you say? Like, I'm going fast, but <laughs> I forget what you said. I'm booking it. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm, I'm gonna be late. It, but so she walks in like two minutes before the show. All I know good. you got here. Slay's, <laughs> Slay's like, I mean, this is earlier than you normally. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. Uh, <laughs> there she is at Don Davenport TN. Yes. Brett Batsler in for Hunk again. What up, BB? How are y'all doing today? Hey, we're good. Yeah, um, BB, thanks. For, How are y'all doing today? Yeah, yeah, thanks you. for driving. Welcome in from to Nashville, all you California, <laughs> New York doing? people. How y'all doing out there? See this guy. Right here has like Which guy? a true country accent. Ron Slay. Who? That oh, guy. That guy. This guy. That's right. That's right. Yeah, what up, what up, what up? That guy. So this was the Ron Slay challenge prior to the start of the show. He asked me, this is a soundproof room right yes i go yeah they say and he goes do you think those guys in production can hear me through the the glass and the soundproof room and they're in the soundproof room too yeah and i go no and he goes i'm brent can you hear me and brent was like yeah yeah (laughs) pan pan can hear me too this is where we are lucas on the other side of the room and still heard slay that's right yeah so that's my to which i walk in in the middle of this you did Coming in hot. So I tell Dawn what's going on, and her, and she, her response was, <laughs> why? Why? She looks, why? Why do you want to know if they can hear you without a microphone? Oh, I don't no. know, Babs. Oh, I was no. going to test my, my pipes. Okay. And they're cool. I'm like, why? 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 Because why? it's important to be the loudest person in the room. Oh, oh. There you go. Yeah. Lucas there you go, Pan. Come on, Pan. Go balls, matter of fact. So Lucas Panzica's voice just hit three shows in one day. Yes, he did. Bet you can't do four. Yeah. <laughs> Come in and mess around with Shafe. <laughs> or or just stay after and do the that, after party. That didn't sound good. Yeah. Which was actually Fox Sports Radio yesterday. It was. There See, was a what brief, had happened was. <laughs> this time in band camp. Yeah. Greg Cosell's voice uh, intertwined with the odd couple. <laughs> Something happened. Yeah. Rob Parker. Uh, we today though it, we will give way to <laughs> Tennessee basketball. Oh, are we today? About that. Go balls! Five thirty. Yes. Oh, that's right. Six o'clock tip. Uh, Ball network coverage begins. You know what I thought she was talking about at five thirty. Okay. Lady Vols last night. That's what I thought she was talking. About. So I was not. I told Slay. I was like, man. <laughs> I was at uh, kid basketball practice. I'm scrolling through Twitter, watching this game through Twitter, because I was like 100 tweets behind. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, good. Tennessee's down by five. Oh, they're down by three. They're down by one. I'm just scrolling. Like, it's already happened. But to me, it was like every second something different happened. Um, so they get to overtime, and then I have to go inside, and then I find out they win. So You're talking about the Lady Vols. Lady Vols. That's right. Okay. So um, I said that. But uh, Slay no, was No, like, I was just making sure. Okay. Slay's like, you always get worked up during basketball games. I'm like, I don't know how basketball coaches do it, man. I'm serious. If you're a basketball coach out there, God love you. I don't know how you do it. It's tough. There's too many ups and downs. 
Yeah, it's a game of runs, man. Too game many of ups runs. and downs. Like if, really? I'm, if I'm Chris Beard at Texas and I got a 17 point lead with six minutes to go, and the next thing I know, it's tied. Yeah. And Tennessee's got the ball. Yeah. I can't deal, man. Football is more like a. It's kind of like a. Well, there's slower, not as much scoring. Slower moving mm-hmm. crescendo. Yeah. Yeah. And you can and you can feel it. Yes, you can. Coming in the but air. But guess what? You can feel it in basketball, too. Yeah, just a lot faster and stronger and deeper. <laughs> and yeah. harder to stop it. Yeah. Is <laughs> yeah. volleyball like that? I would think volleyball is yes. like that. Volleyball well, it is now. Too. It's yeah. very fast. It's crazy now. I don't, it's I re- so fast. So I'm Back when I played, that, it wasn't rally. No. No. But matches took forever. They did take this, forever. I think that this part of the volleyball Shit. game makes, you know, he know, yeah, Slay knows I'm he's been you. around a ton of volleyball. You could have played college volleyball. I could have. I tried to get him on my Oh, I'm back too my now. Team. I'm off, you, uh, you still could, like, they've back? got the beach volleyball circuit out in California. Nah. Did you ever do that when you lived out there? Nope. No, he can't do that. Right. Oh, no, guys, I can do it. So, Mariani used to do that. Did you know this? I can't do it, though. No, he did spike ball. No, he did spike ball, but he also went and did beach volleyball when he lived out in California. He said all of those dudes that are doing that used to be like in the Olympics and crap. Like they're that good. I believe it. On the beach in California, Santa Monica. Do you know how, I mean, you know how difficult it is to jump and it especially your legs gonna be burnt. Oh, especially doubles. Like you got that whole floor floor that whole <laughs> sorry pit. you can tell it. i'm an yeah. indoor player <laughs> clearly but like oh man yeah it's it's awesome though you, college i worked beach volleyball the ncaa beach volleyball championships a couple times for oh, espn I that. My yeah, yeah. Yes. That oh i oh, love yeah. that oh. um but it it's starting to be a big deal like yeah, lsu has a full Outdoor court and mm-hmm. training center, all of that. Like it's mm-hmm. always been big on the West Coast, but yeah. it's starting to pick up in the SEC too. You're right. SEC ain't gonna allow somebody else to do something no. better than them. Wow. Game on. That's yeah. a California sport. I don't care. We'll do it in uh, Moultrie. Yeah, we That's got right. it. We got that. <laughs> we'll do it in Auburn, Alabama, where Speaking there's no Auburn. beach near. Yeah, we'll Auburn, Alabama tonight. As a matter of fact, Bama J on Twitter already hit you up. Tell Don number one going down. Oh, please. This is where we are. College basketball trash talk. This is where we are now. So we have flipped the script. Guess hey, what? we're a basketball school now. <laughs> Tennessee fans, you're not allowed to say anything because you've said that for like the last four years. It's <laughs> Slay Dog. There's so many things I want to say to Babs right now. But um Hit me, Slay. I can't really, because y'all on top. But I will say, and y'all just coming up about the Final Four, really. Um, but I'm, I'm listen, they got to be careful tonight. Like Alabama. Auburn? Yeah. Alabama is a bad team unless they play a higher-seeded team. Right. Like they play up to the level. Oh. Yeah. Oh, like this week for Alabama, I'm guaranteeing it, they got Auburn and they got Kentucky. They got Kentucky at home. One of them teams losing. Ooh. Auburn or Kentucky is the, the beautiful thing about Alabama. the SEC. I started thinking about the SEC tournament, and damn it, it's in Tampa. <clears throat> but it should always be here. Outside, yeah, like, always. without question, outside like, of question. Auburn, anybody else can beat anybody else. Yep. I mean, we've seen it. Georgia beat Alabama. Yep. You need Auburn to turn the ball over and be able to pull them bigs away from the baskets to be Auburn, and it's hard to do that. It's hard. Who's that guy down low, Walker? Walker Hayes? Kessler. Oh yeah. Nah, Walker this, Hayes. <laughs> who, who is Walker? Uh, I know their name. He'd be no. dancing on the internet. Down low. Walker Hayes sings the Applebee's song. Yeah. Oh, Fancy like. Yeah. I'm so tired of it. 
James Brown tired of that too. Because you know he couldn't hear while they was playing that. Huh? Doing the post game or the pregame or something. No, halftime. It was halftime. Thank yep. you, Babs. The one you didn't do. Babs knew. <laughs> the near. Oh, man. Yeah, but hey, it's, I'm telling you, hey, Alabama, scary team when they play a higher seeded team, especially in Tuscaloosa. Now, that's what Auburn got on their. Man, Auburn well, Auburn, Alabama. In the jungle. And it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. It's Auburn, Alabama. It doesn't matter what sport nope. it is. Now, right. I will say this. This is not the Iron Bowl. Iron Bowl is just the to, football yeah, game. I saw them try to make that. Them, nah. I mean, you can say that all you want. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. But it's a, it is your rival. It's a rivalry game. Yeah. It's a big deal no matter yep. what sport it is. Yep. And Who was the play. Alabama coach when you played? Wimp Sanderson? No, Godfrey. Oh, yeah. When is Wimp? When is, that had to be the 70s. It was, some joke it was, a, it was a bad attempt to... <laughs> Throw an old joke at Slay. That's what that was. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, Mike, neither Auburn nor Tennessee is a basketball school. Exclamation points. Who is Mike? Uh, Hollingsworth on Twitter. What school does he like? Uh, I think Kentucky. You're not a football school, so. <laughs> there we go. If you want to do that, look at it. Uh, Gary, like how Abbott Doherty went all family radio gangster by adding and crap. LOL. Um, <laughs> Jacob Huey on Twitter. We need an on-air demonstration of Ron Slay yelling through the soundproof glass. I, br- I will bust. I will bust the mics. Go I'm ahead and do you. it. You think it'll do it? Yeah, just walk over there, like away from your mic. By the way, while Slay's doing this, they're gonna this, be able to hear it because the mic's on. Oh, they'll hear it. I know the mic's on. Well, they want a demonstration. Okay. We have Alan Bell coming up, right? Three twenty-seven. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> You're cut off. <laughs> See, I told you. I didn't want to do it, Babs. He pushed me. You're may, cut off. May have pulled and my you're cord. cut off, too. The yellow light is back. He pulled my cord. Uh, I was, See, I played in the first segment. It's no. already been written, and it's in the telestrator or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. The prompter. Uh, what do you news people do, use? The teleprompter? It was already in there. Like it's been, The show's been written with you not here because you said you weren't going to be here for the first segment. So that's been the problem. That's right. And it's back to Kentucky. I'm sorry. I don't know why I keep on saying Kentucky. Kentucky. That's over with. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I bet somebody just reminded me. Zach Slay got, got no roof in all caps. We got to we keep on respecting um, these people. Slay's kind of on point today. Yeah. I, I, like like it. It. I mean, I saw it on Twitter, too, because. He, he went Steve McNair before the show is what happened. Huh. Oh, nap. Nap time. Nap. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what that's what Steve used to do. Yeah, that's crazy. And then just ball. I don't know how you like how like nap pregame basically. I gotta have a pregame nap, but not before the game. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Nah. Well, then it's how tough. do you have a pregame nap? Because it's before hours. It's, not, before it's like game. hours and hours. Like the right same now. pregame meal. I mean, you got you get a pre-show <laughs> yeah. nap too. Thank usually, thank you. I do. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, so real quick before we hit a break, um, cousin T on Twitter hit us and said, remember before the playoffs started and the list came out of playoff quarterbacks and you guys lost your mind because Tannehill was so low on the list? Yeah. I knew the list was correct. <laughs> so that was, Brent was gone. Yep. It was me and Slay. Mm-hmm. And I would have agreed. I would have, I would have uh, come to the aid of Ryan Tannehill. Maybe I still not stand behind. I still stand behind it. Of that list. He just <laughs> has, he has big ups and big downs though. That's the problem. Right. So if he plays poorly, then you're going to get it. Then, then guess what? You're he is home. ninth on the quarterback you're list. You're going to send your right? whole damn team somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, but I don't remember. But anyway, so Slay's mind. response, this is what I'm saying. He's been salty all day. He's yeah. been a little salty all day. His response mind. was, I'd have to go back and listen to that. Lost my mind. Kind of a stretch probably. Yeah, I I you could probably, uh, you could probably describe my reaction <laughs> as that. Like, yeah. But I, I do. 
Like Jimmy G's not better than him. Who else was in it? Yeah, he's not. Remember now, Derek Carr. Derek Carr's not better than him. Um, who it was? The, it was sixteen. It was yeah. Um, we'll have to go back and look. Yeah, but I, I, he shouldn't have been that far down. I think he was like eleventh or something. It was something. He was at a weird number. He was. He, he was far been. down. Yeah, he there. shouldn't have been that far yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. We'll go back and look at it. I'm, oh, anyway, guess what? I got my I, notes, I stand my behind it. I'll, I'll stand, stand with you. It. Let me just go check I here. stand behind my losing my mind. All right, uh, Alan Bell coming up at 327. Uh, Tampa next quarterback odds. He wants to hit on that. Michi- Michigan next coach if Harbaugh leaves. Mm. Rodgers and Russ, where they're going to be. Early betting thoughts on the Super Bowl. He's got all that for you coming up. Also, A.J. Brown just had an interesting tweet that he threw out there we'll read that for you get your take maybe you can help us figure it out uh that's all coming up stay tuned this is 3hl ron went looking through his notes and found the quarterback ranking that they had thrown out there that's right off one day and t I know exactly. See, <laughs> see, you got to be careful when you just start throwing stuff out. Because guess what? I keep notebooks. I got two notebooks. This is from all. This is from half the year, and this one I just started on. This is for this year, and I got another one at home that started on April eighteenth. But I say all that to say, <laughs> I got it right here, buddy. And me and Babs, <laughs> the mind was lost, but he was only moved up one slot. So, hmm. so I don't know if careful. technically the mind was lost. Yeah, well, I, I used to be just careful. looking into the camera like you're going into somebody's soul. I am, and listen, it was we we agreed one through six: Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, A. Rod, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray. Then the ones that went into question. This you, and you got to remember this is before the playoffs started, so you taking what they had. Dak Prescott was in question for me. Stafford and Derek Carr were in question for Babs. So we move Tannehill, who was originally listed at 10, we moved him to 9. Mm-hmm. So if you say that's losing your mind. Well, and I didn't even know y'all had that conversation. Yep. Yesterday I said he's a little bit north of the of the middle. Mm-hmm. So and that's that where would, it is. That would be right about there, yeah. And see, so okay. we keep receipts. Go. We All keep right. receipts around here. We do. I'm about to tweet it out, too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll get Alabella Bell in here in just a second. Uh, AJ Brown, with I got this, work to do with this tweet, and then we we'll, we'll get to the Brian Flores stuff in a minute. Um, oh my gosh, we're going to we're going to work through that a little bit. But uh, he's suing the NFL, and 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 four yes. four different teams have been named in his lawsuit: Giants, Dolphins, Broncos, and there's texts from Bill Belichick, Patriots that are involved that help, as com- evidence help with the timeline. Yep. Yeah. Um, so he's alleging racism Crazy. And, and various things. Here's A.J. Brown's tweet. Don't BS me. Just tell me no. I promise I'll figure it out. Now, A.J. Brown's headed into the last year of his deal, and though he plays like a first-round draft pick, he's not one, so he doesn't get the fifth-year option. So he's going into the last year of his deal, which means you're probably trying to extend him, right? So does that is that football related or is that like girl he met at Applebee's related? I don't know. Don't BS me. Just tell me no. I promise I'll figure it out. I mean, guys and girls, you know, if they're dating or whatever, say things like that to each other from time to time, I would think. But 
I think, is he married? <laughs> oh, maybe he is. I don't know. So he's still fighting his battle over there. Oh, I'm about to send this out. <laughs> oh, he's he's off. Uh, anyway, I mean, uh, you can't read into that. Who knows what that is? It's such a cryptic tweet. Yeah, here's my thing. Why tweet that? Like, all you're doing when you tweet that is getting people to go, what's wrong, AJ? You know, like. I, don't I love know. AJ Brown. I hate seeing messages on social media like that. Yeah. The kind of messages that make people want to ask you what's going on because you're looking for attention at that point, right? Or you're sending a message to girl or team, whatever you're talking about. That's your way to send a message. Girl or team, I don't Either know. Either way. They're very similar. <laughs> Drama, drama. That's why everybody was so upset. It's like, you know, their girlfriend broke up with them. When the Titans lost to the Bengals, their girlfriend broke up with them. And now you don't get to see her anymore for a long time. Maybe she'll come back in about a year or like nine months. And you'll hear how she's doing, you know, with like free agency and the draft. And then there's training camp and you can kind of look from afar. And then y'all start dating again, come, you know, week after Labor Day. It's already written. <laughs> so aren't going with me. Alabama, I missed it. I'm Alabama sorry. I'm so sorry, man. I had to do that. I had to handle it. Well, I'll hit you with it again. AB, what's up, man? What do you think <laughs> AJ Brown means by tweeting, don't BS me, just tell me no, I promise I'll figure it out? Well, let me say this. I don't think the Titans are in any position to say no to anything that A.J. Brown wants right now. There's no chance that they're saying no to whatever he's – so I don't think it has to do with the Titans whatsoever. I would also, like – I like that analogy, by the way. Yeah. Tough break, though. Tough break that when you're only dating through the fall and yeah. the winter, that's when you get hit with all the uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day. Like, you got to get a lot of presents during that time. Not a lot of them. In the well, and the other reason why everybody's so upset is because people actually like their sports team more than they like their spouse. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the reason why I say that is because the divorce rate, this is generalizing, generalizing. I'm not talking about me or Don or Slay because we all love our spouses more than we love anything sports-related. I'm just saying in generalized terms, the divorce rate in this country is 50%. The divorce rate from your sports team is zero. <laughs> Unless you throw That's three interceptions in a playoff game. <laughs> They're still coming back. They're still coming back. That's true. All right, uh, A.B., what's going on, man? So, uh, well, Cincinnati, uh, we looked yesterday. They were 7-6 and six with, like, a blowout loss to the Chargers, and here they are in the Super Bowl. It, it, look, uh, I don't know if Joe Burrow is more than a human or less than a god, but something's going on because this guy just doesn't lose. He just doesn't ever lose, man. Like, think about this. There's been no human being in recorded history that is a quarterback that has won a Heisman Trophy a national championship, and a Super Bowl. None in the history of time. Hmm. He might accomplish that in three years. <laughs> That's tough. It's crazy. That is tough. Yeah. Well, and you know as well as I do, people are going to start hating Joe Burrow. Um, and some have already jumped on that little train. And I, because I, Dawn loves him. And she's like, why do you think people will hate him? And I said, for the same reason that people hate, like, that Duke guy. Like, there's the Duke guy every year that everybody hates. And it's because That's he's true. got this unmatched level of confidence and you just want to knock him down a peg. Yeah, you know, it's fascinating. Like, if he, if we have, like, a uh, a Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes type, like, 10-year rivalry, um, <laughs> I'm fascinated to see where the public would go with that. I think that they would go Burrow be, probably because 
of Patrick Mahomes' brother, right? But yeah. I'm fascinated to see it. I That's mean, fair. this kid is just like Burrow is just. I mean, he he he's just. He's accomplishing everything every time he steps on the field. Well, and Josh Allen, and and I think Justin Herbert's going to get in that conversation. I mean, all these AFC quarterbacks, man. Well, here, so I saw this, uh, A.B., at the beginning of the year when you're talking about odds and teams and all of that. If you look at the the four teams with the worst odds to make it to the Super Bowl, right? Bengals were included in that. What were they, 125 to 1? Yeah something yeah uh, plus twelve thousand. right yes <laughs> and if you look at the other three teams they will be picking 12, first second and third in the draft you know yeah. Well, <laughs> so yeah no no don don you're exactly right and think about this two years ago they were the worst team in the nfl they had the first overall pick took the kid and they're in the super bowl that was two years ago two years ago yeah mm. man it's crazy i love him i love him what and so where, too, where are people leaning in this Super Bowl? I mean, if you look on paper, clearly right now, Cincinnati is an underdog, right? Yeah. So uh, the you know yeah the, the the money in the general public is already on the Rams. We've seen it move from the Rams being a three and a half point favorite to now a four and a half point favorite, Ooh. and the public is also on the under. We saw the total open at fifty. It now sits at forty eight and a half. So. Kind of a lot of movement early, so that's where the public sits, and then now we've got you know a week and a half to uh, to see where they go. With it. Well, we'll ask you about it next week. But where do you sit as we sit here today on that deal? Yeah, oh, it's man. tough, man, because it's like, look, I, the yeah. same thing that you just said. Like, I think the Rams have a better offense. I know that they have a better defense, but I've said that about the last three Bengals opponents, right? Like, they just keep doing mm-hmm. this. Um, but I, it would be hard for me to go against the Rams, especially at a number like four and a half. I mean, they're just. They're a better team overall. I mean, how long can Burrow continue to do it? Uh, I'd have to go Rams at least right now. CAB, I, I was I was looking at it, and when they said it, when I think when it first opened, it might have been a three and a half or a three or something like that. I was going to set yep. my own line at four because I thought that's going to be the the score. But uh, man, that dropping it the over under to forty eight and a half, like I don't like none of them numbers. I don't like I know. none of them it's numbers. Tough. No, you're right. Like, I mean, this is – the numbers are so, you know, efficient to the market. And think about this, too, like what you said. You know, the Super Bowl, for anybody who's never bet a Super Bowl before, understand, you're going to have about one and a half times more commercials, mm-hmm. more commercial breaks, offensive drives get stalled out, yep. halftime, which is generally 12 minutes, is now an hour. Right? <laughs> so it's a different game, right? Like, it's a different style of game. Yep. So I'm with you, man. Like, the lower this number goes – it's going to reach a point where everybody's going to smash the over. We haven't got there yet, but it's right. going to get close. Right. Alan Bell, SportsLine.com with us. All right. Um, Tom Brady makes it officially official. What are the odds of the next quarterback at Tampa? Yeah, so the odds, the favorite is Teddy Bridgewater at plus 400. Jimmy Garoppolo at plus 500. <laughs> Cam Newton at plus 500. And here's a name for you. Coming in four, or actually third, Marcus Mariota. Plus six hundred. Hey, hey. can man, I, man. I don't want to sound like a hater or nothing, but but how does Cam keep getting jobs, man? Like, is, <laughs> like I, I understand the New England part of it, you know, and, and like, okay, you don't understand it. You got COVID, all this, but then you go back home to where you're comfortable, and you have um, a touchdown for a run, and then a pass. 
on a, on a two point conversion, then you scream I'm back, and then the next next week you come out and have eight yards. Like what? Like am I missing? <laughs> am I missing something? No, no. Look, I mean, look, it, it, the quarterback position in the NFL is the ultimate leverage position because there are roughly thirty people on planet Earth that can do that job. <laughs> right, that's, that's true. Like yeah. you, you have no competition except each other. Now the interesting part is coming in fifth here, right after Mariota, is Kyle Trask. Who's already at Tampa at plus one thousand to be their starting quarterback? Which, by the way, like when Brady retired the other day and then like didn't retire, like I wonder what Kyle Trask was sitting there like. It's my team. Oh God, he's coming back. Dang it! You know, like he's sitting here not knowing what's going on. Oh, I mean, like think about Mike Evans when he sees Jimmy Garoppolo out here as the second leading carrier. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I I saw Tannehill on one of those lists down there in Tampa at twenty to one, hmm. uh, which I thought was interesting that that Tannehill showing up on uh, other job odds lists. Yeah, it is. You know, it's fascinating. Uh, and and it, to give you kind of a comparison, Russell Wilson is also twenty to one there to land in wow. Tampa. So yeah, I mean, possibility. You know, if, if there's a trade that's made, um, it could always happen. But yeah, it kind of shows you know compared to the other guys. Uh, that are much higher up on the list. Speaking of Russ, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson? Where where do they end up? Yeah, you know, it's fascinating. I mean, Russell Wilson's contract, there's a potential out, but that's Seattle to get out of it. Why in the world would they do that? He's all they got. Him and, you know, DK Metcalf, right, and Tyler Lockett. Other than that, uh, I don't know what they do. Uh, I, I kind of thought Pete Carroll might have retired this offseason, but apparently he's not. Um, and I just don't see any way that Seattle – trades him unless Russell absolutely demands it, you know, they do it out of respect. After Ed Rodgers, I kind of think the same thing. If you're Green Bay, like, if you're, if Denver wants to trade for Aaron Rodgers, like, we hold the lever, like, you're going to have to give me so much. <laughs> because if you lose Aaron, you're going to lose Devontae Adams, too, and you might as well just start this thing over. So I don't know what, you know, what trade assets Denver has, <clears throat> but they're going to have to kick out a lot. Um, AB, for the University of Michigan um, followers, let me just say, can the ceiling get no higher than beating Ohio State and then your coach just bouncing Minnesota Vikings <laughs> for Harbaugh? Does this make any sense? Man, it's fascinating, right? Like, you know, from Harbaugh's <laughs> perspective, if he does, like, you know, a year ago we were talking about them firing him. Now right. it's like, hey, you know what? I got I actually get to leave like on a high spot, so it's kind of a decent move, you know, for him. But you look at Michigan and their odds. Josh Gaddis to stay there is the favorite at plus 300. But then you start getting into it. Bill O'Brien, plus 400, which, side note, by the way, now that Josh McDaniels took the Raiders job, Bill O'Brien probably is going to leave Alabama as the OC mm. to become the next OC at the Patriots if he doesn't get, you know, a Michigan job like this. Mm. So then you're going to see, you know, who does Alabama go after? Right? Matt Nagy, Dan Mullen. Like, I can't wait to see how that goes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <clears throat> I know, right? But if you look at, yeah, Michigan, Josh Gaddis, Bill O'Brien, Matt Campbell plus 500, Mike Hart, their former running back, at plus 700. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm fascinated to see what they do. I could see Michigan wanting to stay in-house. You know, even if you hire, you know, a staff of, of guys that are already there and you say, look, you know what, we're going to keep you on your normal contracts, but we're going to continue looking next year, yeah, they might do that too. Wow. Um, a little bit of hoops. You got a big time game coming up tonight. Um, number one Auburn. They gotta go entangle. Well, Alabama has to go entangle there. Um, outside of that, Alabama has Kentucky coming in to Tuscaloosa this weekend. 
What you think about Auburn? Does Auburn float through this, the rest of the SEC schedule, or basketball too tough to say? Well, I mean, you know, Auburn's feeling it, right? Like, right. this is going to be a fun game, you know, seeing this one here. You've got Auburn as a six-point favorite. I think that they get the job done. It's going to be a tight game. Right. You know, you're, you're probably looking right at, you know, five, six, seven, eight points. Mm-hmm. But I think Auburn does get the job done. And you talk about Alabama-Kentucky. we got Kentucky and Vanderbilt tomorrow. But Oof. the most interesting thing is this. When Kentucky is on, they're insane. Yes. Like they might put up 200 points on anybody <laughs> yep. at any moment. Like they're, They had such a crazy high ceiling. But, yeah, I think Auburn gets the job done tonight. I'd take them to win, take them to cover that six. And you're right. We got just a great week of college basketball. Tennessee Tennessee got A&M rolling in this week also. They're coming off the loss to Texas. Um, got A&M, and then they got South Carolina um, coming this weekend. They go 2-0 this week. Yeah, they do. Now, you yeah. talk about, you know, looking at the spread, right? right. So, tonight, you've got Tennessee an 11-point favorite. That's a lot. not. Yeah, it is a lot. I know. And, like, that's the hardest part is, like, you know, Tennessee's a much better team. Right. But it's like, when is Tennessee going to put this thing together? Right. right? Like, when are we going to see them do it? <laughs> but I'll say this. Everybody kind of said that about Kentucky until about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. really against Tennessee, right? Mm-hmm. They kind of got it together. And Slay, you know it better than anybody. Like, sometimes it just takes a little time. Look at the Bengals, yep. right? Like, sometimes, <laughs> like, you just wake up one day and everybody on the squad is like, okay, yeah, we got it. Let's go. Hey. Right? Like, in Tennessee, I feel like that's going to happen at any game now. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, the Lady Vols going up to stores, um, top 10 matchup. Lady Vols versus UConn, I think they blast them, honestly. I said it was going to be a 12-point victory for the Lady Vols. In yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad that that rivalry is going again. Yes. And that, yeah, that hatred is real. Like, <laughs> yes. that is real yeah, hatred. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm with you. Lady Vols. Aldell. At Aldell247 with Sportsline.com. Thank you, A.B. Good stuff, man. Thanks, A.B. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. All right, there he is. Uh, Jim White coming up uh, in about an hour talking about uh, the Senior Bowl. He'll be live in uh, Mobile. He he just wrote a piece about the general manager, too, that we'll kind of mm. decipher. But, again, A.J. Brown, what does he mean by this? Don't BS me. Just tell me no. I'll promise, I promise I'll figure it out. Oh. 615-737-1045. We'll be right back. I'm going to look. Welcome back into 3HL, people. Yes, indeed. We got a lot we are discussing, man. We got something that just popped up on our radar, and that has something to do with Brian Flores suing. Woo, former Miami Dolphins coach alleges racism and hiring practices as a problem in the NFL. Multiple teams are alleged for racism, and he is suing the NFL, man. This, going, this could get ugly. This could get ugly. Now, Going to be interesting to see how this is handled moving forward. So pulling back the curtains a tad bit, Brian Flores, who was let go by the Dolphins, but having back-to-back winning seasons and going and missing the playoffs this year was let go. So interesting to see what what happens, man. We got a guy that's down at the Senior Bowl right now. Oh, he'll be coming in later. That's Jim White. He will be getting in the mailbag a little bit later with him. I can't wait to talk to Jim White about the things that he got going on down there. But outside of that, this Brian Flores thing, man, that's interesting right there. What Crazy, you think, man. man. Uh, former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores suing the NFL and the Giants alleging racism in their hiring process. Flores has text from Bill Belichick congratulating mm-hmm. him for getting the job. Here's the problem. Flores had yet to interview, and the text was meant for Brian Dayball, meaning they had already decided 
who their coach was, theoretically, before they interviewed Brian Flores. That's one Which of the Which basically nuggets. proves that the interview of uh, Brian Flores was a check the box. Check the box. You yep. never really had a chance. Yep. Don't press sin. Wow. Ramon said it. Your, your Twitter fingers in your mic. Says it every always, day. Always Twitter hot. fingers in your mic are always hot. Every day. Shoot. Well, it, and there's a screenshot of the Bill Belichick test. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm searching through it right now. I Ooh, mean, I can't wait to get to it's... <laughs> Oh, private said, text I, from Bill Belichick where he he realized because Flores it. said, do you mean Dable or Flores, right? Wow. Yeah. So here's and, and Belichick saying, oh, I beefed yeah, up. So. See, here's the uh, here, here's the thing, too. Like once somebody gets to a story like this, all of the other NFL reporters will be diving in with their sources and things like that. So you'll get other nuggets like all the time on this mm-hmm. deal. This mm-hmm. is going to be big. Yes. Already mm-hmm. is. This is Schefter Suite. Former Miami head coach Brian Flores is suing the NFL, the Giants, the Dolphins, and the Broncos for alleged racism and hiring. And he includes text from Patriots head coach Bill Belichick in the lawsuit as evidence lawsuit filed in Manhattan federal court seeking unspecified damages from the NFL. Man, and, and did 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 we mention the um, statement that Flores put out? God has gifted me with a special talent to coach the game of football, but the need for change is bigger than my personal goals. So it seems like he knows the monster he's going up against. And my sincere hope is that by standing up against systematic racism in the NFL, others will join me to ensure the positive change is made for generations to come. Wow. Mm-mm. This this might this this might get ugly. Well, if you you pull up the actual uh, document, like case document, um, it it includes like there is there is a segment talking about the factual allegations and the history of race discrimination in the NFL. Like Mm -hmm. it goes all the way back. It pulls Colin Kaepernick in there. It Mm -hmm. lists the number of black head coaches over the years, mm-hmm. um, like this one, number 40 in that. In 1933, the league had only two black players, but they left at the end of the year, leaving the NFL with none. I mean, like, it dives deep into the history way back so, of the NFL, too. So this clearly to him is not just this. This is just my take from just yeah. opening up the, the yeah. lawsuit and looking through it. In his mind, this is not just about him. No, this is, yeah. This Let's uncover is, everything. This is yeah. trying to to make something happen to make change, to force change. So my question is, if it's that deep, how long has this been brewing? Within him? Yeah, and like, yeah, cause, because cause they have this, yeah, to have this mm-hmm. documented already, like I know it moves quick, but... Like he was Bill text was last week. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so was this in week three? And he told his lawyers, "Hey, man, we need to start getting." It's like when together. A, it's like when an old famous guy dies, and network television already has the the production yeah. ready to go. go. There yeah. you go. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Yeah, and so it's funny because um, Brian Flores. It's interesting. Like Brian Flores, we said it in the time when Brian Flores got fired, that was a shock. Immediately, we said it because he had to work with Tua, who was limited in his ability and. Yeah, that, that's not on him to yeah. me, but 
here's this from uh, Tim Basinger. Brian Flores went on uh, went fire and brimstone on the NFL in a racial discrimina- discrimination lawsuit, saying this is one of the other elements that's in here. Dolphins owner paid him one hundred thousand dollars for every loss during his first year because the owner wanted the first pick. <sighs> he also alleged that John Elway and the Broncos president showed up hungover to his interview, meaning it didn't matter. Amen. I think. I mean, a lot. But the and and you mentioned the one hundred thousand dollar stuff. The the owner of the team, Stephen Ross, offering to pay him one hundred thousand dollars for every loss during that season, and then firing him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that is damning yeah. right there. Yeah, it's so. so if you what, have the proof of it, yeah. Here's another reason to be Ooh. surprised that he was fired. Um, in the last two years, Brian Flores was nineteen and fourteen in Miami. Yeah, and they sucked. Back to back winning seasons, yeah. Bill Belichick, last two years, seventeen and sixteen. <laughs> I mean, now I know Bill Belichick's got a lot of of lag, right? Like to work yeah. with uh, because of all the success. But I just thought that that was interesting mm-hmm. in the AFC in the AFC East that he had had a better record the last two years than than him. So uh, this will be a story that everyone will monitor, no no doubt. Um, and you're and right. There's so much more that's right. going to come out. I mean, and that was me scanning the the actual court document that right. was filed like it's it's a good solid 65 pages so it's going to take a while for people to sit down and read it all and digest it all right so that's there and then we've got these cryptic messages so aj brown don't bs me just tell me no i promise i'll figure it out so is he talking about a female is he talking about the titans uh, it it could even be a song. Did he apply for a summer job right. at, at like, Best Buy could, or something? It could be a song. It could be nothing. That's it could be crazy. AJ Brown messing with that's, you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the crazy part. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, mm. <laughs> it could be about his daughter. He has, doesn't he have it a toddler? Be. He has it a toddler. Be. Hey, I feel you, AJ. <laughs> Quit messing with me, toddler. Barry <laughs> Beth on Twitter sent us another one. Uh, here's a more. Here's another cryptic message. Dane Crickshank tweeted, yesterday's price ain't today's price. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go, Jim. I have a feeling that one is about contract. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Dane Crickshank had a hard time kind of finding his role. But this year became like the tight end stuffer, right? Like he was the guy that went, that got the opposing tight end. The opposing tight end didn't do much this year. So I feel like we know what that one's about. I I I also feel like AJ Brown probably has a little bit more of an argument than Dane Crookshank. Without question. (laughs) Well, I know. But you're talking about a lot more money with AJ than Dane. So I. <laughs> what if it is song lyrics? Uh, I, I, man, I'm t- telling it, I'm you, it's about his daughter. Like it. AJ does like to mess. He does like to mess with people. I'm living that toddler life right now. I get it. Quit, quit BSing me, Hadley. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas says the AJ tweet is not about football. Man, I mean his contract. He's going into his contract year. Going he's going into the last year of his deal. So it's easy to go that way. But AJ also knows that it's easy for you to go that way. And he does like messing with people. By the way, speaking of people that like to mess with people, <laughs> Titans left tackle Taylor Lewan will join us tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Uh-oh. All right. Here we go. Percent chance you're back. That'll be one of my questions. Mm. What do you think your percentage chance that you'll be a <laughs> I Titan like how you're uh, <laughs> putting it out there for him already. I mean, yeah. 
Here you go, Taylor. Oh, Taylor's got better things to do. He's playing pickleball or something. I don't know. No, pickleball. Taylor listens to our show every day. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. I'm actually aware of that. But, uh, yes, um, 615-737-1045, you want in. Uh, 4 o'clock hour coming up. Hour number two, man, it's flying by. We'll be right back. 3HL, 104.5 The Zone.